0: Today, we're going to talk about a couple of things, one of the main topics for today, because I like to give these a topic, because I think if we give it a topic, I can put out some really good content for you and some really good information, so it's worth listening all the way through and being an A player. Okay, so client service is going to be the topic tonight. Now, as you know, this is super important in business, very, very important to look after your clients, and what I'm going to discuss tonight is a little bit of a process that you can put in place and where you should start. When you're trying to improve your client service, how do you look at it? How do you analyze it? How do you make a difference on it? it, And where do you start? So I'm going to tell you my process, which is something you can adopt for your boat uh, yourself. You can put that in place, and you can start to uh, really improve your client service and create some great, great moments. Jackie Sanchez is so excited, I'm about to explain, which is awesome. Um, I've also just posted the link to um, Marbella, which is our business domination event. We hold that event once a year. Uh, That event is held in a multi-million pound mansion in the sun. It's like the best event ever that you could ever go on anywhere. Uh, Content's amazing. It's all about how do you dominate in business? How do you add a million in revenue to any business in the period of 12 months? So it's awesome. If you want to go and check that out later, you can check that out too. And I'll tell you more about it a bit later on. So Jackie's saying amazing. Can't wait to make this happen. I'm sure you can't. I'm really, really pleased for you. Okay, so these are the different steps. First thing I want to look at when it comes to client services, I want to look at whatever's happened in the business previously. So we can't create great client service unless we look at the client service that's been delivered to this point so far. So the first thing is when it comes to business, history, and what's happened previously tells you a story. Now, if you've had great results and your clients love you, And they can't stop talking about you, and your referrals are going through the roof, and you're getting so many more clients through referrals constantly. That's a good clue that you're doing some things right. But this is where the issue comes in. As you grow your business, because you're doing great, and because you're getting so many referrals, what's going to happen is you can see as you grow that your client service can actually dip. Because at the beginning, it might be you delivering that amazing client service, it might be you that's getting those people to make those inquiries, to make those sales, to want to do more business with you, to want to buy your products, want to buy your services, and it's all on you and you deliver a great client service. As you grow, if you don't do the process that I'm about to talk about, what you're going to find is that your client service dips. And of course, we don't want our client service to dip. We want everyone in our business singing from the same hymn sheet. We want everybody delivering a great client service. And that's really what's going to help you to get better results. So the first thing I want to do when looking at the client services, look at the history. And I want to unpick your brain from the history or want to right the wrongs that might have been there in the past. So the first aspect is if you've been great, you've been absolutely awesome, you've delivered a great client service, you've looked after your clients, they love you, you get loads of referrals, you get loads of repeat business, people want to buy you products and services and they keep coming back. That means you're doing something right. So the first thing I want to understand is what is it that you've done right? A lot of the things that you do really well? And what we're then going to do is we're going to start to create some rules around the things that you've done right. So, for example, if you're somebody that no matter when you call them, you always return the call or you always go back to them, you've got real speedy service, we're going to take that and we're going to make that a rule for our whole team and all the people that are involved in our business and we're going to make sure we build that into the culture. If you're somebody that perhaps really likes to go over and above and maybe you give your clients little gifts or little wow moments, then we're going to make that a rule in the business, and we're going to turn it into a process. We're going to turn it into a system. That way, no matter how big you grow, you're going to continue that great customer service. Now, it also works on the flip side as well. Let's say that you've had issues with clients in the past. Perhaps they've not been happy with the service. Perhaps they've not been happy with the sort of things that you've done, the sort of things that you provided, and you know that there are some issues that you need to address. Now, as any business grows, it's natural. This happens, right? But if you want to be a great business and you want to grow and you want to grow your business into either an empire, which makes you loads of money, or a lifestyle business, which allows you to do the things you want in your life but still have a business that works well, then we need processes and we need systems, right? So we need to look at the history. The history tells a story. What happened that didn't go so well? Where did we maybe drop the ball? What were the issues that clients had? What did they not like? Was, did they not like our product? Did they not like our service? Did they not like what we provided? And then we start to look at it and analyze it there. Maybe they loved your products and service, but they didn't like the way that they were dealt with. Maybe they didn't like the speed in which people called them back. Maybe they didn't like the process. And that's where we can start to amend those and create some rules by actually asking and engaging with our clients around what didn't perhaps go right. And once we do this, and we can do this in a number of ways, and I'll share those with you in a moment, but we want to learn from what we've done that's great because we know that we're getting clients, we're getting fans, we're building relationships. We want to put that into rules, systems, and processes, and we want to learn from what we did wrong, and we want to make sure that we eliminate those things and we fix those unwell from the business, which is really important. Right. So how can you look at these issues? How can you improve? How can you make things better? Well, first of all, perhaps it's something that you want to build into your process that maybe you start having feedback forms in your process. You know, Feedback forms and your client's feedback, whether it is good or whether it is bad, is going to reveal a lot more to you of how you can improve your business. You know, I know that as business owners, we get busy, but your product, your service, the way people understand you and the way people look at you and they look at your service is absolutely paramount because a really happy customer is probably going to tell one or two people. A really unhappy customer is going to sell 10, 20, 30 people. So we need to make sure that if someone was unhappy, we want to catch that. We want to look after them. We want to see what we can do. We want to improve their experience. And if they are really happy, we want to equally know because we can bring that in to what we do and we can make sure we do more of it. Let's say there's something you've done for a client. They're super happy. They're over the moon. They're chuffed with what you've done. In that case, we want to make sure that we make sure that that's a standard thing that we do for all clients so they can all be happy and so on and so on and so on. So feedback forms is a great one. Actual phone calls, phoning people, have conversations with people, getting to know people, understanding what they were happy with, what they weren't happy with, what was the best part of the experience, et cetera, et cetera, is another thing that we want to put in place. Um, the next thing is you've got to learn, remember that you've got two ears and you've got one mouth, and you've got to really listen to what it is people are saying. When you're the business owner, sometimes if you get bad feedback, it's hard to take. But the reason you're getting a bit bad feedback is for a reason. If you want to be a successful business owner, you've got to have emotional intelligence which means you can someone can say something bad to you and you can take it in the right way and you're not going to flip out about it, right? Because if we haven't got any emotional intelligence, we're actually going to miss some of the gems by not listening to what people could have told us. I actually like receiving feedback. You know, I love receiving great feedback and everyone's like, right, I'm growing, the turnover's doubled, got these going on, that going on, and, you know, it's amazing. That's what you want to hear. But at the same time, someone says, well, look, this didn't quite work for me. Then you want to hear that as well because you, you've got to understand your client's success, you know, is directly, every, the, client, the success your clients have is directly proportionate to the success that you're going to have. If your clients are not successful, you're not going to be successful. Once you start making your clients successful with your product or service, you are creating a winning formula that is going to allow you to grow more rapidly than you could have even dreamed of. So you really do want to look and see how you can help people in those ways. It's really, really important. And then after you've listened, you found out the good feedback, you found out the bad feedback, it's time to change and adapt. This is where you can get new ideas to make things better, You know, new feedback to make things better from people, and you can really start to put that in place too. So some good tips there on on client service. Okay, so the next thing I want you to focus on after you've really looked at the history and you've looked at the the historic nature of your client service is I want you to now look at the future. So we look at the past first. Now we're going to look at the future. How do we create some magic moments for our clients? How do we create some moments for our clients where they're, you know, they're super encouraged about being a part of what we do. And the the way you do this is you can look at, start looking at what you you would love. Have you ever had something you thought, if someone did that for me, that would just be amazing. That would be really, really cool. And you can start to build that in your process because then that makes you unique. You can also look at stories of other people, they have received an amazing service and see how you can build that into your process as well. These are two things that I do all the time. You know, having been somebody that attended events for years and years and years and years, I've been on a lot of different events. I've been on some good events. I've been on some bad events. But every single event, no matter what event I went on, I learned something. I put it in place. I implemented it, which is why I'm such so passionate about what I do and what I love what I do. Because even if I went on an event that I deem to be not great, there was definitely going to be four or five things I picked up that changed my business, that freshened up my mind, that gave me new ideas, that allowed me to develop. So, but what I was always also looking at is, you know, during those experiences, what were the things that I would have loved to have happened to me? What would I have liked to have received? What would I have liked to have been acknowledged for? What kind of learning style would I like to, to put in play? And I'm going to have learned from um, those previous experiences and then look to create those moments for my clients so we've got something really unique that they could be really excited about. I think it's a great way to allow you to build and start to create something of great value. Next thing to understand is this is a really good tip I will give everyone around client service. I would look at 10 ways. How can you increase the value of what you do? Write out a list with 10 numbers on it. How can you increase the value of what you do to people and just start without spending any money and write down 10 ways you can increase the value, 10 ways you can get better. And if you put that in play, your client service is going to go through the roof anyway, and it's not going to cost you any, anything extra. You know, it's like simple things, being present for people, calling people back, going over time, you know, doing whatever it takes is going to really improve that client experience too. And I always encourage you to try and look at that, how, how you can build that up more. Next thing I want to talk about, existing clients. Okay. Existing clients and loyalty, right? When you've got existing clients, I always, if somebody's bought off us previously, we're always going to look to look after that person even more than, than a new client. You know, you hear about sometimes like Sky TV or a telephone company or whatever, you know, they're doing deals for new clients and new clients only. In my mind, deal, you should be doing deals for existing clients. Somebody that's already with you, somebody's already bought your products or services, you should be rewarding them. You know, a new client, as they build the loyalty, they stay with you longer, you look after them more. So you really want to do that the right way around and you want to be super loyal to your existing clients. You want to look after them. You want to uh, acknowledge that loyalty. You want to help build them with you. Those of you that have been on uh, client acquisition systems last year, you'll remember me talking about when you create your client's wins. You know, creating a client win is a massive, massive thing. You know, you get that client to win, you build loyalty. All right. And when that client wins, they're going to tell lots of people they won and they're going to tell people that you're involved in that win. And then once you've created that client win, you want to turn that person into an advocate. You want to turn that person into, I think it was, I can't remember exactly. It might have been Jay Abraham that talked about raving fans. You know, I've always, that concept is a concept I've loved. You, once you turn your clients into raving flan, fans, you'll never look back. All right. And what is a raving fan? A raving fan is somebody that can't stop talking about you can't stop talking about every, about how great you are, can't stop talking about how much you've helped them or how much your product or service helped them, and they're going to go out and they're going to do your marketing for you, right? So once you can cultivate that within a client, that is when you are going to start to really see your business grow. You're going to see your referrals grow. But it doesn't happen by accident. It happens by going through the process of some of the things we've just discussed. You look at your history, your history good or bad, you make sure you change it, you adapt, you learn, you listen. You put things in place, you treat people the way you want to be treated, and then all of a sudden your results are going to skyrocket, and you're going to get much much better. Okay, so let's have a quick look at these comments. Jacob's saying it's hard to learn to listen sometimes you think you listen, but you can't hear the most important thing. That's what I've learned in doing closing role plays absolutely, you know a lot of the time listening is harder ha- harder harder for people than it is talking, but I think that Especially when you're coming to sales, listening is one of the key components. Because if you listen to somebody, you can actually hear what they want. I mean, I'm all I'm all about solutions. Someone's got a problem, and they need it solved. And your product or service solves that problem. All you need to do is listen, find out the problem, present them the product solution. Everybody wins. It's a client client win. You're not like this. You're like this. You're working together to reach a solution. And listening plays a massive, massive, massive part up on that. Okay so as we said reward loyalty reward your existing clients and then after you start to put these things in place then we need to look at the next step and that is building a culture within your business and speaking to everybody about how the client comes first about how you look after the clients how you're trying to find solutions for the clients explaining to them that we really want to make sure that everybody in the business values our clients that is the first thing anyone that's going to be anyone that's going to come and work with me Anyone that's going to be hired by me. The first thing we're talking about is how, you know, we have a client focus. We look after our clients. Our client success is our success. The more we do for the client, the more the client's going to win, the more we're going to win. And we want to get them in that place where they understand that everybody in the business has to understand that client focus, uh, client service comes first. And once you put that in place, everyone starts looking after your clients. And that's when you're going to create that community atmosphere, that family atmosphere, where everybody feels a part of something. Everyone's working together, and we're all working for the greater good, which is making our clients more successful. So we get those things in place, we're going to get better results, absolutely every single time. Okay, David, saying I'm particularly passionate about uh, providing customer satisfaction. Absolutely, and this is the thing you're saying about tradespeople—pretty dreadful reputation. If you are in a trade where people don't give. Great client satisfaction, then that is why you should even more put your efforts towards making sure that you're great because the word will <laughs> Amy's commenting raving fan Amy you are a raven fan, love you all right even you put your attention into that you're going to create even more of a USp for your business you're going to create even more word of mouth more people going to acknowledge you more people and understand what you can do for them. okay so um, also said so there's a bit on client service there today, really sort of wrapping wrap in the client service aspect make sure you look after your clients your clients come first you look at historically what you've been doing where you've been going right where you've been going wrong you fix any issues that you've had in the past and you make sure you learn from your mistakes you learn from the things you did well as well and you turn them into systems and processes to improve your systems and processes around client service and then you make sure everybody in your business is singing off the same hymn sheet and you start to look at how you can add more value to your clients 10 things that are free that you can do for your clients that are going to add more value to them. If you start getting into this focus, I promise you your business is going to grow, your results are going to grow, and you're going to be grateful that you put the time and effort. Remember, you look after your clients, they look after you. You look after your clients, they look after your profits. That's what it's all about. Um, Next, business domination. I'm super, super duper excited. I think, Pamela, you'll come in from America, who's online. Many more of you are, are coming along to uh, business domination. And this is again, this actually, we can use this as a bit of an example of like value add, right? First year we did uh, Marbella, business domination. Rented a beautiful villa in the hills of Marbella. If you can just imagine, it was literally in the hills and the mountains of Marbella. We had a swimming pool overlooking uh, overlooking it. We had a beautiful place, uh, hot tub, everything else like that, heated pole. We had barbecues outside. We had an amazing time. Yet the next year we wanted to get something even better. And we went out and we found a better villa. We found a better location. You know, we looked to add more value. We looked at how can we make the experience better. We came up with some better day trips. One of the trips we did the first time around is we took everybody out into Marlborough Old Town. And we did this like iPad challenge where we had two teams running around Marlborough. And to be honest, it was awesome. But this year, we took everybody to Nicky Beach and we had a great day. And we were dancing, we were building relationships and stuff. And that was really awesome. That was really cool. So what we've got in store this year is going to be even better. Not only have we ridiculously upgraded the villa, (laughs) but ridiculously upgraded the villa. You know, we've done a great job on finding an amazing place. This is now a multi-million pound mansion in Marlborough. It's got outdoor swimming pool. It's got indoor swimming pool. It's got spa. It's got views. It's massive. It looks beautiful. So we've upgraded the villa. We've upgraded some of the experiences too. So we're going to be doing some amazing experiences. But more importantly, you know, the content and what we're going to be delivering. You know, what I found, as I think I said the other day, is you will never, ever learn more and implement more than when you are in a relaxed environment. When you're in a relaxed environment and you feel relaxed and you feel chilled out, what you do and, and the things that you put in place are just going to be so much more effective. I found it myself. You know, whenever I've gone away and I'm on holiday and my, brain, and my brain starts to relax, that's when I can get really strategic and I can start to put things in place. So I think the content that we do, the exercises that we do, the coaches that we bring, and the content is based around uh, how you can make money online, how you can add. Um, there's one set, a big section on how you can make money online, which is really, really useful to so a lot of people find it re- and, uh, really, really useful. And also very practical and people have applied it already and got results. Um, and there's another section on how to add a million in revenue to your business. Now, if you've never got to a million pound, that's okay. We're going to show you the actual steps, step by step, working with you in my buyer, in the sun, how to get to a million pound in revenue or a million dollars, wherever you want to be. And if you're already out a million pound, that's fine. We'll show you how to add a million pound in revenue. And if you don't want to add another million pound in revenue, we'll show you how to optimize your profit and get your profits up in a big way. We've got tons of people coming. There's not many spaces. We've probably got three or four spaces left. There is no accommodation space left in the villa now. That is all full because we've we've given accommodations to the first people that booked it, but the training is still available. I'm going to put a link on there. If you would like to be a part of the training, not staying in the villa, just to remember that, because there is no space left for that. Um, it's absolutely full. But if you'd like to be a part of the training, you can just click the link, put your details in and i will have ross or pippa or put a member of the team miranda give you a call walk you through the options talk to you about the payment options and everything else like that and you can have a chat with them and you can try and reserve one of the last three or four spots for my i think it's going to be super exciting what i'm going to do after the live is finished i'm going to post some of the pictures of what the villa looks like um you know f- for me i'm just super excited because. This is a chance for me to go and spend time with you know all our amazing clients, you know have uh, you know great conversations, coach them directly. <laughs> Chris has put our sleep I'll sleep on the floor. <laughs> I don't know how everybody else will feel about that, Chris, but that's uh you know good good thinking there, my man. But you put your details in there, and I'll make sure that I'll make sure that Ross gives you a call. All right, and uh, and as a chap, we'll know because I know that you've already inquired about it. But I'm super-duper excited. Uh, Jacob said, my wife does not like me working during holiday. Well, you know, things, things have got to be done. Things have got to be done. But that's 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 funny there from uh, Chris. I'm liking that. So, um, yeah, we've got those coming up. If you're brand new to us, make sure you get down to one of the uh, events we've are coming up. have got so many free events. I'll put that link in the comments as well so you can get yourself booked. I'll ask the team to do that either on a free event. If you're ready for the big time, you're ready to take action, you're ready to start getting results, you want to come and hang out with me, uh, with my team, and I've got a feeling that Damien is going to be coming to Marbella as well. I'm not 100% sure, so um, I think he is going to be coming to Marbella. So you'll be getting coaching and training by me. You'll also be getting coaching and training by a person that has uh, helped coach me as well in uh, my speaking career, and that's Damien and you're going to be around our other great coaches, then, then click on that link, get yourself, get your interest registered, and we'll make sure we have a conversation with you and see if we can work out a solution to get you to my back. Okay, so you've got loads of content there today on client service. Who's going to implement it? Who's going to put some stuff in play, start getting some results, making sure that uh, they're, they're on track? I hope you do. You know, As much as I encourage you, listen to the live every single day, um, but take some actions. What action are you going to take? What is it that you're going to put in place that's going to make a difference to your business? What action are you going to take that's going to make a difference to your life? You know, how are you going to make 2020 the best year you've ever had? Are you going to do something different that's going to get you a different result? You know, what is it you're going to do that's going to make sure that you make uh, strides and make sure that you get a better year for 2020 that changes your life, your family's life and gets you better results? Whatever it is, you know, put it in the comments, let us know. And I look forward to catching up with you um, on the live tomorrow. It's every day, baby. Look forward to it. Okay, so see you all. Thanks for joining tonight. I look forward to seeing you all tomorrow. Um, And uh, I'm sure we'll catch up very, very soon. Thank you. Hey everybody, Adam here, and I hope you loved today's episode. hope you thought it was fabulous, and if you did, I'd like to ask you a small favor. Could you jump over and go and give the podcast a review? Of course, I'll be super grateful if that is a five-star review. We're putting our all into this podcast for you, delivering you the content, giving you the secrets, and if you've enjoyed it, please go and give us a review and talk about what your favorite episode is perhaps. Every single month, I select someone from that review list